Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. You know that big bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thing. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. Pass it on. Here's a short quiz. Who won Best Actress last year? Who won the World Series two years ago? And finally, name your favorite teacher. Pass it on. Now I'm guessing that the last question was the easiest. Why is that? Because that person made a difference in your life. So go ahead and make a difference. Because making a difference is in you. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski. The dingarona. The ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger. Offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo, 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 you know what time it is. It's time to set this place on fire. Welcome to Atlanta's hottest hip-hop radio show, where we keep it real, keep it raw, and keep those beats banging all morning long. Here at KLP Entertainment. Live from our radio stations of Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 radio station. ATL's very own KLP, Kennedy Lucas. And this is KLP in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we back. I know it's it's been a minute. It's been a, a while since I was able to uh, give you guys another exciting podcast today. New studio, new outfit, new Kennedy. Who's this? You know, uh, hopefully you guys are ready for it. I'm ready for another exciting podcast simply because, you know, today is Tuesday. It's November uh, I want to say, is, is it November 1st, T? Let me let me check this out real quick. Nope, it's the 31st. Happy Halloween, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We're almost in November, but we're still in October. So hopefully you guys are ready for another exciting podcast here today. 
uh yes there's a couple of things you know i forgot if you're watching the video version of this podcast i forgot to bring my podcast arm uh well my mic arm for the studio so that's why i'm holding the mic because i forgot it uh we've had to take some things uh for a production shoot and you know i brought some stuff to my house and yeah i forgot i forgot to bring my arm uh mic arm but next podcast we're gonna have it with us so uh very very excited for that so we've got a grand slam one klp in the morning i'm your host by the way if i didn't mention it klp kennedy lucas welcome back to the show um i'm excited for a lot of i'm excited for a lot of great things i i'm i'm super duper pumped about the podcast i know it's been a while it's been a while because i've through a lot of things t right i've been on vacation a little uh i've been filming we're filming a new movie city never sleeps by the way if you guys didn't know that's a movie that we're filming currently and you know i've been taking some time off right if you heard the last podcast you guys know about it yes i've recently become the newest uh residence director for georgia state so uh that's going really well as well uh had to get that prepared and had to get that going and i think i caught something too right so if my voice sounds a little different because i hear it in my mic too i might be sounding a little funny than normal uh because i've got the <clears throat> i don't want to say it was it's the coughs because i'm not coughing it's just i got a sore throat i'm taking some medicine for it you know the business never stops the business the show business must go on for our fan base so uh bear with me with my voice but welcome back to the podcast klp in the morning i look i love you guys i am humbled and sore throat rocking the throat or not i'm gonna give y'all a great podcast because this is the podcast that i'm going to give you guys my full in-depth game review of three games right this is that special podcast i'm very stoked about that as well uh t is here this morning uh giving us uh, uh more news and also my girl Simone Tease comes back today. Of course, I'm staring at her right here in the studio. Guys, you can check her exclusive show out, Tea with Simone Teagues. If you guys missed it, y'all don't want to miss this show. Y'all don't want to miss any of the shows we've got on our platform. But this is one particular show you do not want to miss. And then it's a cool morning, so I'm rocking a nice little orange mustard turtleneck. Uh, had some business to attend to after the show so like i say business never stops business never ends and t i gotta remember to bring my mic arm right because i like to do this with my hands and i can't even do this with my hands because i'm holding i have to hold the mic in one ear you know so very very excited i'm excited for a lot uh, of good things to come here when it comes down to our podcast and i ain't gonna waste no time right so let's get on to it if you guys know about it uh i am a huge gamer right I'm, I'm dabbled into my gaming. I'm really into my gaming. So I got to give you my two game reviews. Of course, if you guys don't know, you know, October 20th was a couple of days ago. By the time you've seen it, I, I want to say it's almost, it was a week ago. And we've have two games, right? Spider-Man 2, <clears throat> excuse me, and Super Mario Wonder. Of course, I did pick up Sonic Superstars as well. Uh, real quick on that game it's not bad I do encourage people to play it um, my, me and my brother played it y'all and you know it's good right but I can see why I gave it they gave it the score that it gave it I think IGN gave it a 7 out of 10 so it's like a high C 
so i understand if you uh if you want to pick this game up pick it up i'm a sonic fan so of course i picked it up for switch i kind of see what people were saying though t it looks different on switch compared to playstation 5 like you can still see some of the little sprite bits around each character and maybe that was just like the the latest power that uh that nintendo switch can do you know if you're able to pick this up on playstation 5 i recommend people picking it up for playstation 5 just for the smoothness of it right because i've seen it and i played it and i some of the some of the graphics were just a little bit to me a little bit outdated for what the game is i played around with it and it's fun to play it's, it's playable right i can't say that it's not playable it is playable i played it for a couple of hours and i dabble on into it and it, i like the idea the concept of you being these classic characters and it's an all-new story uh, another thing i'm not really a fan of though is when you're one character right so me and my brother we notice this a lot i might be more experienced in playing this game and knowing where to go right but my brother that played with me you know my brother might have it to where uh it, it might be a little different right i'm speeding up i'm going through the level i know where i'm going but then maybe my brother's far far behind me right and he has to catch up and if he doesn't catch up then he's out the game then he turns into uh this little dot and then it gets uh you know up to me uh close to my character so you know <clears throat> that part is a little bit annoying because we're going too fast and it only follows one character right i, I really wish sega would have made it to where they made the game kind of like a split screen kind of thing because i think they might have did this well probably not did this in sonic mania but i feel like they did it in the sonic game before where yes you're going through the level together but you have a split screen so your your player one at the top player two at the bottom and then you can kind of go at your own pace right and you turn it into a race kind of thing that's where i was kind of hoping that this game would have but it didn't have it, it they didn't really they really missed a mark on that one so that's where i kind of was lacking that a bit and just kind of i don't know just kind of not being towards with it that much simply because you know they might have missed the ball on that and it, it just hasn't been you know it hasn't been the game that we all thought because it just wasn't that is just that point right where i'm the camera's only following one person and then it gets kind of like i can't catch up i don't know what's going on so it kind of misses that mark in that in that regard so um that's the one milk and cranny thing that the one bad thing to you i gotta bring up with this game is it's that uh so like i say it's good it's playable um could you wait until christmas for a christmas sale tea you probably could uh I, if you want to pick it up pick it up but you know i can kind of see why people might might be skipping this one um but the game that they didn't skip <clears throat> and i'm getting to the meat and potatoes now super mario wonders oh my god that game receives a 9 out of 10 yeah that game's good of course you're playing mario and friends and you're helping prince florian florian i might butchered his name wrong you're helping him against bowser bowser use the wander flower to take control of the main castle he turns into the castle and he wants to reign on the flower kingdom and he wants to rule supreme over the kingdom and it's up to mario and friends to wander off to another avenger pun intended so it's good 
Um, I remember I played it with my brother. <clears throat> we played a couple levels. And then me and some other friends played along with the, with us as well. So really, really good. I like the art style. I like the badges. I like every course that they design. It's amazing. It really is an amazing uh, game for that one. That one, I recommend people picking that one up simply because uh, it's good. It's really, really good. It's good with friends. I do like how this one, other unlike Mario uh, Sonic Superstars, Mario Wonder, you're able to kind of slow down right and you're able to go through the course right you're not speeding through the course you're not the camera does follow one person right but it's as smooth as it possibly can right where you can be another character that you may not be in the lead and you can follow your friends right that's one thing that i want to say both games are doing that they're able to uh whoever's leading that that course or that race whatever you're doing whoever's leading the camera follows right so it's up to you to become the leader so the camera can start following you and you can gain control so i do like that idea i think it's immaculate a great idea for that game um if i had to compare the two yeah mario wonder wins against sonic superstars i'm sorry i'm no i'm a sonic fan but super mario brothers won it they they want it because it's just that great it really is uh, 9 out of 10. I do think this game is going up for game of the year. Um, it's good. It really is good. I like the the voice acting is actually pretty good for my most opinion. I know a lot of people were kind of sad about uh, Chris Martinet not being the voice of Mario. He retired after many, many years of voicing Mario. I get it. And he becomes the ambassador and he's letting a new voice actor come in to take over. I like it. I like the new voice actor. I think he, I think they're pretty good. Will he replace Mario and maybe the Mario movies? Possibly. We don't know. But it's it's really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, the voice acting. When I first heard, when I because I'm always selecting Mario and Mario games, right? So I selected Mario and I heard it for the first time. And I said, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Is that Mario? Yeah, that's Mario. But that's a different voice actor. That's not Chris Martinet. So I didn't think they were going to do that that soon, but they did. So uh, it's good. It really is a good uh game for sure i do like all the characters that you can be i mean you got mario luigi peach daisy uh nabbit all four colors of yoshis three colors of toads and and toadettes so i do like the the lot of characters that you can be um i do want to see maybe if they want to really make money from this game let's put some more characters into it as a dlc Right. Just imagine if Wario and Waluigi or Donkey and Diddy Kong becomes playable characters in this game some way, somehow. This game is going to win. This game is going to get a a lot of bank for its buck if somehow, for some crazy reason, excuse me, they're able to incorporate all these different characters. D. If they can do that, then by all means, it is going to be a winner. It's going to be a slap dab winner if this happens right if this happens don't know we don't know when mario and and, and nintendo and, and, and nintendo of america and, and all the nintendo play. we don't know what they're gonna do right but if they're able to add these characters i think it's going to be i think it's going to be good i think it's going to be really really good so you know like i say only time can tell when it comes down to it um yeah but this game is good it is so good i recommend yes pick this up for switch for friends and family now spider-man 2 Ooh, spider-man 2 it's good 
it's good y'all y'all don't want to sleep on this one it's really really good um it's good it's it look you got peter you got miles you've got an epic story a lot of people didn't like how the way mary jane looked uh in this game i think she looks fine in my opinion um i'm glad thank god mary jane is actually useful in this game right because in the last game you know you have to sneak around and you can't really fight these people that's in here and you know you can't really fight them because you know she's i don't want to say damsel in distress t but she a lot of people didn't like her 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 game mechanics in the first spider-man i wasn't a fan of the stealthy sneak around them type of scenes but excuse me mary j watson is playable she has a electric gun she can fight right she can distract it's good y'all it's good i am so blessed and so humbled that they have her just just playable right to where it's kind of fun i do this game is 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 incredible is epic is huge you know, you got Peter Parker played by Yuri, and I'm blanking out on his name, but he he might be runner up for game of the year for voice acting this year because Mr. Yuri and I, I need to get his name, but he he really went all out with his voice acting because he he has, you know, he's, he's voice acting Peter Parker, but now he has to voice act Peter Parker when he's wearing the symbiote suit, right? So his, his dialogue has to be a little bit darker than usual. So yeah, I think he's going to be nominated for game of the year for voice acting right um i love every uh, character mechanics the graphics are amazing you know you got an in-depth look of harry osborne and norman osborne and and venom i really liked and spoiler alert to a lot of people who might have not seen or played the game yet if you haven't what are you waiting for but i'm excited because when you first play the game you're at a boss fight you're playing you're fighting sandman the very first mission you're fighting a boss a huge boss at that way a good good way to open the entire game is a big boss fight because it it anticipates and it shows you how intensive this game is off rip i'm stoked about that because that's something that uh it works playing against uh spider-man and, and miles morales and or, or peter and miles and your your first boss is sandman and you're trying to understand what's the deal with him uh you got to see black cat fully um this was really cool um one thing about the game that i enjoyed the most was you're trailing down black cat and your miles and black cat is going to the um damn i really need to know this building but dr strange's building uh the cauldron i think is what it's called i don't even uh, damn sorry guys um you're going through that she's needing the magic so she can go to paris right but then you're tracking her down and you're going through using magic and magic portals and you're going through different areas of new york and then there was this one part that they you went to we're gonna say antarctica see i don't know if that was their basis of antarctica but you're going through antarctica first and then you're going back to new york using the magic portal uh little trick that they picked up from ratchet and clank ripped apart 
they saw the mechanics of that so now they're using that in this game phenomenal right because you know ratchet and clank insomniac games also did that as well insomniac games they're they're making some good they're making some good money very very good pocket money big money that they're making because this is this is what four for four right because you got rift apart ratchet and clank rift apart you've got uh, spider-man then rift apart then you got miles morales and now you got spider-man 2 so now you're four for four and now you got to get ready for war marine right so insomnia games knows what they're doing uh like i say this game is phenomenal the fight mechanics even though a lot of people t they said this too that a lot of people a lot of people say that some of the fighting mechanics and combats are just rinse and repeat of last of the first game but it kind of works right because there's not so much newer moves that you can pull off within this game now we're obviously we're going to get a spider-man 3 obviously maybe in 2026 we're probably going to see spider-man 3 right so maybe within that game might be the, their chance of opportunity to uh, switch up some things right or maybe not we don't know but it's that good it's really really good i really recommend you guys playing it uh spider-man 2 game of the year game of the year for me uh that is in your embodied so much mechanics not just the fighting mechanics t but also with mary jane and and you're being peter and you're going riding a bike you know you're doing they added a whole bunch of crap good crap but a whole bunch of shit in this game and it just works right it just works so again my vote for game of the year spider-man 2 it probably will win game of the year and i can't wait to podcast uh about it for sure so coming up next we got t tyrus lester to give us our latest in sports news take it away t may i have your attention please it's time denver beat kansas city it's okay you can say it's all because patrick mahomes was sick if you want to use that as an excuse, and it, none of us are 100% when we're sick. But it wasn't just that. If you look at the numbers, believe it or not, of Russell Wilson against Mahomes this season, Wilson's got better numbers. Completion percentage, little lower. Passer rating, higher. TD interceptions, better. That's, that's what's really happened in the NFL so far. Kansas City's wide receivers, most drops in the NFL. Red zone offense, Kansas City is 18th. They're not very good offensively. Sky Moore dropped a touchdown pass yesterday. This season for Mahomes is starting to look like some of the years in New England for Brady, where he had a great tight end, like Gronk, and then cross your fingers. The difference is Brady would have a clever slot guy, a Wes Welker or a Julian Edelman, veteran receivers who knew how to beat a zone. This Kansas City group is kids. They can't catch. They drop a lot of passes. And Brady got frustrated, visibly. And yesterday, Mahomes, and this happens about once a year, got really frustrated. You just look at the AFC, forget the NFC. Baltimore's got better weapons. Chargers have better weapons. Jags have better weapons. Cincinnati's got better weapons. Miami's got better weapons. They maybe they maybe have a BB gun offense. Pittsburgh's got better weapons. They're, they don't stack up in the AFC outside of Travis Kelsey, and there's a lot of miles on Travis Kelsey's legs. So you they solved the Tyreek Hill trade last year with Juju Smith-Schuster, who had a touchdown yesterday. And they actually miss 
Juju Smith-Schuster. They miss him. He's a veteran. Gets open against the zone. Productive in big spots. But outside of a great half against the Chargers, this is what Kansas City's offense is. When Denver led 21-9, it didn't feel the same. It didn't feel like you would looking at an offense that would reel off three touchdowns in six minutes. That was a couple of years ago against Buffalo. That was three or four years ago. This is a weak wide receiving group. There is no number one receiver. There's no number two receiver. Sky Moore could become a two. He's not a one. And Travis Kelsey, again, there's an age factor. You saw it with Gronk. Tight ends can age fast. You ask them to block, they get hit down low, they get beat up. So, I, when Denver was ahead, I didn't feel it felt like normal Kansas City football. If Travis Kelsey does not get in the end zone, they struggle to get in the end zone. They are 18th in red zone offense. So I think Kansas City over time is a better team. But what Denver did, and we'll talk more about Denver later, they tweaked it. They've now got a running game. They took Mahomes out of rhythm. Mahomes on the bench grumbling. Wide receivers getting cold. It was cold to begin with. So I, I, I don't think this was just Patrick Mahomes was, was sick. He obviously wasn't 100%, but he was good enough to make plenty of throws that were dropped by his receivers. That throw to Skyboard was great. It was dropped. Couldn't be that sick. Yeah, I mean, last week, Nick Wright gave me crud because I had him at two. The truth is, this week, I don't have him in the top four. It's not a knock. But what you're seeing with them isn't about the flu. What you're seeing about them is a reality of their personnel, is that they would have been much more punitively damaged last year on the Tyreek Hill move if not for Juju Smith-Schuster, a veteran guy who can get open. They're just waiting for these young kids to get more reliable. They did make a move pre-trade deadline. I don't think they'll make another one. I think Kansas City off a of Super Bowl feels like we don't have salary cap space. Can these guys get better and better quickly? And I think that's very, very possible with a great quarterback, smart coach. But, but right now, this is not a great offense. They had a great half against the Chargers. Shocker, the Chargers. <laughs> the Bears went down the field, beat them on the first play of the game last night. Shocker, but it's not a great offense for the first time in Mahomes' career. The smaller the market, Buffalo, Jacksonville, uh, the media tends to be more of an ally or friendly, but they can still be critical. In Green Bay, it's different. Green Bay covers the Packers like the fans are the parents and the players of their kids. I mean, they just can't see straight. Uh, Jordan Love's not it. Like, not close. It doesn't work. Um, nobody wants to pick on him. No reason to be mean-spirited. He's a backup. Uh, maybe something happens. Maybe something changes. But when you start blaming the refs and dropped passes and play calling, you don't have the guy. As if Joe Burrow gets a perfect scheme and play sheet every week. Uh, so when I watch Green Bay in this Jordan Love situation, it's like... It's a really small market. They've had great quarterback play for about 30 straight years. There was no way they were going to go far Rodgers legend. But, I mean, they've gone five straight games without a touchdown in the first half. You going to blame drop passes? Going to blame the refs? O-line play? Stop it. He's not accurate at all. Downfield. And, on, and I mean, that, like, that stuff out in the flat, That that's, that's layup stuff. You can't make those throws in the red zone. These are layups. I'm not asking him to beat Mahomes downfield or Josh Allen. He throws it into double coverage. He's not accurate. He this is just a bad, bad throw to Christian Watson. They how do you miss badly on this is a layup in the flat. And again, he's got an offensive coach. 
He's got really good running back tight end wide receiver weapons. But Green Bay, the way they feel about their team, these are our kids, so they're hyper-protective. But I will tell you this, I would rather be Green Bay than Pittsburgh, even though Pittsburgh's much better now. Because Kenny Pickett's not it either. He's better than Jordan Love, but he's from Pittsburgh. He played at the University of Pittsburgh. They're not drafting a quarterback for years. They're going to convince themselves, hey, you bet, he'll beat Burrow and Mahomes and Lamar and Trevor Lawrence. You watched the field yesterday. You watched Kenny Pickett against Trevor Lawrence, and it was perfect Pittsburgh weather. It was a warm-weather Florida team going into the muck and mire. They still dominated. Green Bay has no emotional connection to Jordan Love. He's a Utah State kid. They're not paying him big money. They're going to move off him quickly. Will they be intellectually honest enough? Now, they drafted a quarterback last year. Will they draft one this year early? They need to. I think it was totally unrealistic to think you were going to go Favre Rogers legend. That doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, most people can't name the shortstop after Jeter in New York. It's just like it just don't it doesn't work that way. And so when you went from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck and Favre to Rogers, that's insane. That never happens in pro sports ever so i yeah i mean you can do it in the nba if you want to go buy a lebron or you want you want to go buy a free agent but um it doesn't work but i think green bay's in a good spot it clearly doesn't work and they have no real connection other than the time they've spent with him this year making him the guy whereas in pittsburgh they're going to convince themselves they got the guy and kenny is better and can make some big throws he can he's a better player but i don't think in the afc you're going to win big time playoff games with that in january and february so I look at Green Bay and I think it doesn't look good. Just be honest about it. When guys are missing layups, missing people badly, can't score five straight weeks of touchdown. It's not the guy. No, didn't pay him much. You're not trapped. You don't have any holes in your team. You got to find your next great left tackle. But everybody in the league's looking for that. Even San Francisco has one. They'll probably draft one. Everybody's looking for a great left tackle. You got receivers, tight ends, backs. You have a great corner. You got good guys in the box. Green Bay's in the good space. But because it's a small town, they're just going to convince themselves to stop. Nobody's buying it. Privately, Green Bay knows the truth. There's no reason to say everything publicly. There's none. I don't ask my wife everything she thinks about me. I don't want to know it. My kids, keep it to yourself. I don't need all the answers publicly. I don't care what you had for lunch. You don't need to put it on Twitter. I don't care. You don't need to say it publicly, but everybody in the room kind of knows. This, this isn't... Didn't take long to figure out Burrow, Mahomes, Lawrence, Herbert. Doesn't take long to see it. Thanks, T. Really, really appreciate it. Now, I like to talk about the hip-hop news. Of course, we've got Simone with her business tip of the day for KOP in the morning. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this show so far. Now, we got to talk about it because every podcaster is talking about it. I want to talk about it, right? This is hip-hop news. Now, Dwight Howard denies sexual assault. Hopes Mace and others recognize humanitarian efforts. Of course, this is coming from the Hip Hop DX. I'll read this to you guys and I'll give my intake with this. Now, Dwight Howard, he's been the latest. He's been the latest in news right now. He's been the latest. Now, Dwight Howard has denied the sexual assault accusations made by Stephen Harper, who is suing the eight-time NBA All-Star for all for assault and battery, false imprisonment, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Now, Howard, Dwight Howard, hopes that people have comment on the situation publicly like mace uh can see the good that he's done now the statement issued by the his publicist uh this is to hip-hop dx 
which was made on Sunday, which was two days ago, I want to say. Yep, two days ago. Made clear that Howard prefers to focus to be on his humanitarian efforts, not on his private life or the suit. It has also called credible of his accusers into question. Now, this was a quote that the um, that people are saying. Now, this is a silver case that was made public for profit. In this case, the accuser is solely suing Dwight Howard and reframing from suing the other party in which he claims to be involved. The statement begins and also continues with it is important to know that this matters where never uh, excuse me, we're never about sexual assault. This was merely about money and greed. Uh, such individuals have made continuous attempts to elect payments from uh, Dwight Howard. This was a result in intimidation of not only Dwight, but his family, friends have been a target as well. <clears throat> it's hard. I kind of, I kind of understand it, guys, because, you know, Dwight Howard, eight-time champion, he makes buku money, right? Making that money. He's making money. So I can kind of see why people, and, and if this is true, this is, we're just going off speculations, accusations, you know, I can't really say that this is true or not right but i understand when you are a hot commodity and, and lawsuits come out for people to get get in their bag right it seems like a lot of people are finding ways to find to get in their bag right from these celebrities or athletes who make multi-million dollars a year just not just by him playing ball but who he is as a brand right so everybody in today's society they're trying to get into that and it's unfortunate for this man dwight howard to be in this this line this line this uh side of things because you know it's affecting him right it's, it's it might be affecting his brand deal to it might be affecting you know his his morals right it might affect a lot of things for him as him as a brand in the future so it's very very sad to see that this is on here um, Dwight Howard's going through a lot, right? And you have to kind of, you kind of have to just roll with it because, you know, your lawyers are telling you something, right? Uh, you know, a lot of people, people got to listen to their lawyers, right? Super celebrities, they got to listen to their lawyers. I kind of, and not to go on a, on a tangent off, off topic, but I wish my man DJ Envy listened to his lawyer, right? And don't speak on his matter because when you don't listen to your lawyer and things go out, then it's not going to be good luck for you as an individual you as a brand and now you're on the news now your brand deals are getting taken away from you and now you're getting looked at wrong right so uh in continue Dwayne uh howard hopes to hopes that people spend as much time covering his innocence his numerous ventures to improve the lives of people through his global in uh initiatives his efforts to improve the quality of all life of all people, desired race, greed, uh, creed, culture, sex, sexual orientation, and others. Um, like I say, I'm, I'm I'm hoping the best for Dwight Howard. I really am. But uh, this is sad. This is a sad occasion that you know he has to be kind of the forefront of this and has to understand. Uh, you know, this is just this is how it is, right? So. Um, speaking of what's going on, how it is, I want to talk about this next topic to you, because if you guys don't know, I'm a huge R&B fan. I love my R&B. 
rhythm and blues, right? There is this group back in 2013 that had a great album. This album was called Three Kings. And this group was TGT. I'm talking Tyrese, Genuine, and Tank. I remember when I first heard that album. Now, I didn't hear this album in 2013 per se, um, because I was listening to other music too. But, but I did hear this full in this entirety of this album, Grammy nominated, Grammy winning album. It's incredible. But boy, did I tell y'all I lost my shit when I saw that they were turning back. Yes, y'all, TGT coming back. Now, of course, finally, they squashed whatever beef that they had. Um, I think the latest squash beef was Tyrese finally came to the conclusion that, you know, they should be paid equally all three of them for their next project. I think that was the main beef that they have was, you know, Tyrese being Tyrese being an actor and, you know, he's been in the fast movies. He's a, he's a legit actor, right? He, at first he thought he deserved more out of the group, but I'm glad that they settled that beef. So that way they can come back stronger, better, better this year in 2024. I cannot wait for this next project. I really cannot wait. I can't wait for the title. I can't wait to see what they got cooking up. I hope they already started cooking up some music. I wouldn't want to wait so long in 2024 for their next album, but thank God that they're back. I think this is going to be monumental. I think a lot of people are going to like R&B people like me going to lose their shit when they hear this album, but they're going to be in their back. They're going to be in their back when it comes down to this new album whatever this is this new album coming out in 2024 because that was a group that just all voices all three of the voices really embodied the soul and in rhythm and you in rhythm and blues in my opinion so i am looking forward to this i really do hope this is a banger album i really do think it's going to be awesome it's going to be great it's going to be a great great album um, I'm glad that they squash it. If, if, if TGT, Tank, Tyrese, and Genuine, if y'all listen to the podcast, thank you guys. Thank you for settling this beef, this silly beef, honestly. And I, I thank y'all for getting back to the bag, right? Because that's what we want to hear. We want to hear you guys in your bag. And I think it's coming. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's coming, y'all. It's coming. So I'm stoked. I'm ready. I'm excited. And it's gonna be really, 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 really good. I cannot wait for that. Now, Simone, Simone Teagues is here in the building. I see her. Uh, she's going to give us our news here today. But check her show out. Tea with Simone Teagues coming back this week. And I'm ready. So, Simone, take it away, honey. Some of y'all might know this and some of y'all don't. Let's do it. Not one of the worst droughts to ever hit the Amazon rainforest. It's been battering the region for weeks, causing an unprecedented health, environmental, and humanitarian crisis. Across the state of Amazonas in Brazil, more than 85,000 people living in remote river villages are stranded, with supplies of food, water, and medicine running out. Water levels in the Rio Negro, one of the most important rivers in the region, 
have dropped more than 50 feet below their normal levels. They're now at their lowest point in over a century. 121 years to be exact. When you're traveling in the Amazon, most of the time you're going to be traveling down the river. But the riverbanks have retreated so far, between one and three miles in some cases, that it's not viable for many remote villagers to access. Imagine if you had no roads, you were cut off from everything. That's exactly how things are in the Amazon right now for hundreds of communities. When I talk to people who are living in these villages that are stranded, they're not able to send their kids to school. They're not sure what will happen to their elderly parents. If they get sick, how are they going to get to a hospital? For all of these people, kind of the norm has all of a sudden been turned upside down. What they've known all their lives, the environment that they're used to, that they know how to read and that they know how to coexist with, is now acting erratically. Here's our story. Our planet's biggest freshwater tank is in peril. The Amazon rainforest, where a fifth of the world's freshwater flows, is reeling from a powerful drought that shows no sign of abating. Likely made worse by global warming and deforestation, the drought has fueled large wildfires that have made the air hazardous for millions of people, including indigenous communities, while also drying out major rivers at a record pace. One major river, the Rio Negro, reached its lowest level ever documented in mid-October, while others are nearing records, suffocating endangered pink dolphins, shutting down a major hydropower plant, and isolating tens of thousands living in remote communities who can only travel by boat. There's just dirt now where the river used to be. We've never lived through a drought like this, said Ruth Martins. She's a leader in Boca do Mamirawa, and she's lived her entire life, five decades, in the tiny riverside community in the Amazon. The drier conditions are accelerating the destruction of the world's largest and most biodiverse rainforest, where parts have started to transform from humid ecosystems that store huge amounts of heat-trapping gases into drier ones that are releasing the gases into the atmosphere. The result is a double blow to the global struggle to fight climate change and biodiversity loss. Luciana Vanigatti is a scientist at Brazil's National Institute of Space Research and has been documenting changes in the Amazon. She told my colleague Manuela, this is a catastrophe of lasting consequences. The more forest loss we have, the less resilience it has. Recent studies have shown that climate change, deforestation, and fires have made it harder for the Amazon to recover from severe droughts. And Ms. Gatti warned, the worst may be yet to come. The rainy season is expected to start by mid-November. If the drought, which started in June, persists, it would mark the first time such extreme conditions took hold in the Amazon's driest period and continued into its wettest. In Tefe, a rural municipality in the northwestern Amazon, residents are crossing muddy stretches of lake bed on motorcycles and paddling canoes down narrow streams that were once rivers. 
158 riverside villages in the same region have been left stranded as waterways linking them to bigger towns have dried up, said Edivilson Braga, coordinator of the local civil defense service. They're completely cut off, he said, adding that so far authorities have delivered thousands of basic food baskets, many by helicopter, to thousands of families. The Amazon has experienced droughts in the past, but it's now facing simultaneous disasters, said Ian Santos Fleischmann, a hydrologist at the Mamirawa Institute, a research organization based in Tefeng. Scarce rainfall, scorching heat, and scalding water temperatures are battering the region all at once. This is a crisis, a humanitarian, environmental, and health crisis, Dr. Fleischmann told me. And what scares us most is what lies ahead. In Boca do Mamirawa, about two hours by speedboat from Tefe, dry waterways have caused stocks of basic food items and medications to dwindle. It's also prevented children from making the river journey to school for a month, said Ms. Martins, the community leader. Across the Amazon, wells and streams have dried up, leaving communities without clean drinking water. The water turned to mud here, Tuniel Gomez Figueiredo told me. He lives in Muruchinga, which is an indigenous village of about 3,000 people. With no options, some residents are drinking, cooking, and bathing with contaminated water. This water is making children sick, it's making elderly people sick, Mr. Braga said. Health authorities also worry that stagnant pools of overheated water could breed mosquitoes curing malaria and dengue fever. The drought has stressed countless animal species in a region known for abundant wildlife. In Lake Tefe, the water temperatures remain high and the carcasses of more pink river dolphins keep surfacing each week, bringing the toll to 153 deaths since the first carcasses were recovered on September 23rd. Dr. Fleischmann said. A toxic algae bloom likely linked to the drought and extreme heat has also proliferated in the lake, creating a red stain in the water, although scientists are unsure if it could harm humans or animals. We're using nets to try to steer the dolphins out of this area, Dr. Fleischmann said. Low humidity and high heat alone can kill some plants and animals. But much of the destruction is caused by the drier forest's increased vulnerability to fires, which are typically started by farmers and others who clear the land. Wildfires have consumed more than 18,000 square miles of the Amazon since the start of the year, an area twice the size of Vermont. Smoke from wildfires turned the air so hazardous in Manaus, a city of 2 million in the heart of the Amazon, that it recently became one of the most polluted cities on the planet, according to the World Air Quality Index Project. Checking air quality data each morning has become an anxious habit in the city, as children and older people have ended up in hospitals, struggling to breathe, according to doctors in Manaus. Camila Justa, a veterinarian in Manaus, said she has never seen such heavy smoke blanket the sky. She suffered an asthma attack for the first time in 20 years, while her four-year-old son has had pneumonia twice since September. It's really hard to fill your lungs with air, she said. And when you do, it burns. 
The drought has parched countries across the Amazon region. In Bolivia, dozens of municipalities have dwindling water supplies. Crops have shriveled and lagoons have dried up, with great consequences to biodiversity, said Marleni Quintanilla. She's a research director at the Friends of Nature Foundation, a nonprofit group. The lack of rain in the Amazon is largely the result of two climate patterns, experts say. From the west, El Niño, which warms water in the Pacific near the equator, is gaining strength. From the southwest, high temperatures in North Atlantic waters have accelerated the airflow towards the Amazon, preventing rain clouds from forming above the forest. While the link between human-caused global warming and the drought is still unclear, climate models suggest that over the next decades, with the increase in temperatures caused by climate change, these events will become more frequent, says Gilvan Sampaio. Simone, 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 you always, you always surprise us here in the studio. I really do. I really appreciate it. Really, really do. So that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast here today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast as well. KLP in the morning. Uh, happy Halloween. You know, if you guys, so real quick, because we're talking about Halloween, comment below what's your Halloween costume. If you guys didn't follow me on my Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, you guys know who I was. I was the Batman. Really, really good. We went to a, a Grand Slam party. Let me tell you all about that party real quick. Shout out to my friend Mutsy and the clan and the and the group had a great party you know we've got uh halloween costume contest and we danced and we sung we had a little bit of some drinks there but you know it was a very fantastic party so i really do enjoy parties like that um i'm blessed to have friends that are able to do parties like that because you know parties are hard to come by and let me tell you if y'all ever meet mutsy shout out to you because you're the shout out on this podcast uh she's a great party planner Right, she's a good planner indeed. If I ever, which I ain't thinking about that until the next forty years, I don't even think I'm gonna get married. But if I ever decide to get married, I know who is going to plan my wedding. It's gonna be Muncie, right? Because she knows how to plan. So it was a great party, very very great party. Of course, I got had got too lit, so I couldn't take pictures and whatnot because I was just gone and out of it. But it was a great party. It was a very fantastic party. So shout out to her. Happy Halloween, guys. If you guys are in the Atlanta city, please be careful. Um, go out, celebrate Halloween, but please be very, very careful. Be safe. Travel with people. Don't travel by yourself if you're going out for Halloween, not just in Atlanta, but just everywhere. Travel with people because it is crazy times out here today. Uh, nowadays and you have to be careful so i say to a lot of people please be safe if you're going out celebrating tonight for halloween so happy halloween to everyone out there from atlanta this is KLP in the morning i've been your host KLP kennedy lucas on behalf of my cast and crew i like to say so long stay safe stay swanky peace